0: Bokar Tov. We are now on the last section of Parak Gimel, and nearly everything we're going to study today will be Agadah, relating to several significant and some lesser-known Tanaim and amoraim, and the way that they dealt with fasting and with famine, etc. We start with a story about the great Rav Yehuda, with whom we left off yesterday. Rav Yehuda, who was so capable of evoking the rain viewra khaza hanu bay trade habo kaparts be riftei saw two guys playing with bread amar shmamina ikasaba alma so i see that there is too much food around uh yahive ina kafna so he gazed in some mystical way and created a drought so uh on ruler rabon rab kana rab shmae so this the rabon said to his servant mar shia kame ni asye ven sama khushuka so he said, "You are close to uh, Rabbi Yehuda, so you should uh, create the situation where he will, um, where he should come out of his door next to the shuk. They want him to see the shuk." Chazya <laughs> kenufiya. So he came out and he saw people gathering. on no my I'm relay. Akusfa the tamri We are uh, standing around. Um, we're standing around watching them sell dates. The he said, ah, I realized that there was hunger in the world. And here we get the story that we heard about yesterday, about Rabbi Yuna taking his shoe off. He told his servant to take off one of his shoes. He took off one of his shoes and immediately it began, it began raining. We don't necessarily understand the connection unless it was an intimation that he was going to begin the morning process associated with fasting was about to take off his other shoe. So he was about to take off his other shoe, and Eliyahu and Avi appeared to him and said, If you take off the other shoe, I'm going to destroy the world, evidently with a lot of rain. So, in other words, Rabbi Yehuda evidently was mistaken at the beginning. He saw two people playing with food, and he thought there was too much food in the world, and people were mistreating it, where indeed it was just those two people who were behaving badly. And, uh,. And so he indeed found out that there was a famine and cured it, as it were.. Um, at that, I, I was standing on the river at the base of the river, maluna. this is a story. So I was standing by the river and I saw sailors there were angels who looked like sailors. That we're bringing uh, sand, la arbe, they're putting it in a boat. Vahavu it turned into flour, fine flour. but everybody came to buy it. Don't buy from here. This is miraculous flour, not real flour. Marcha de de Farzina. The boats are coming from Farzina tomorrow. We'll wait and and um, and buy from them. Good. Rava equal hegronia. The famous Rava came to Higronia. It was not raining. He made a fast. It didn't rain. He told everyone to continue fasting into their sleep. And then the next morning, he said, "Did anybody have a dream last night? Tell me." So a local rabbi, Rabbi Elazar, said, "In my dream, I was made to say the phrase." Shlom rav Tav Metiv. Good peace to the rabbi from the master of the universe who is good and does good to his people. Meaning God was greeting him. Amar So Rava said it must be that this is an auspicious moment. We should pray. Rachmi mitru. They prayed and it rained. There was a particular person who uh, Rava, in his Rava's Beitin, he uh, convicted him and uh, sentenced him to be flogged. because he had had, had illicit relations with a non-Jewish woman. Nagde Rava Umit, so Rava flogged him and the man died. melted Shavar Malka, so the king, the Sasanian king Shavar Malka, heard about this. They wanted to give Rava some trouble. Amrale Ifra Hurmis, Ime de Shovur Malka, so Shavur's mother, who was mentioned several times in a positive way in the Gemara, Ifrahumiz, said to him, Livra, Dvarim Bahadi Yudai, don't try to mess with the Jews. Command Bay and Mimurai, whatever they ask of their master of God, he gives them. So if you mess with them, God will take vengeance on you through their requests. Amral Mahi, so he said, What do you mean? Bayan Rahmi Atimitra. She said, look, they're praying, it rains. He, being a skeptic, said, no, it rains then because it's the season of rain. Now it's summertime. Let them pray now for rain. Let's see it rain now. So she sent the message to Rava. She obviously was sympathetic to Rava. And... Um, and she told Rav, uh, have in mind, and focus, and make it rain now. He tried, it didn't work. This is near the beginning of chapter 44, which is a very plaintive psalm, uh, of, um, um, which includes Elah, uh, Ezkara, Et etc. And uh, it's verse number one on the page. And it says we heard about great miracles, and we don't see them anymore. we're not seeing them. Uh, it rained so hard, <coughs> it rained so hard that uh, the um, the rain spouts uh, poured directly into the uh, into the Tigris River, and uh, so this is in the middle of summer, also. So Rav's father came to him in a dream. Because he had upset the seasons. Who is it who's messing around and making the, making Shamay, making heavens, uh, bothered so much? So his father told him in a dream, go sleep somewhere else tonight. He came back to his regular bed in the morning. And he found that there were images of there were knives stuck into the bed. So in other words, his father had saved him, because even though he did something to save himself from the king, nonetheless he fouled up Sidre Breshit and the proper order of things in doing so. A papa Gaza tanita vloata mitra. All right. So a papa made fast. It didn't rain. Cholash He felt weak. Saraf pinka de daisa. He started. He ate a plate of uh, cereal. He wasn't feeling well. Vay Rachmei Vlata Mitri. Davin again, it didn't come. Amar the Rav Nachman Bar Ushpazti. So, pretty Rav Nachman, who was not very nice to him, said, "I'm sorry, I'm Atimitra." In another bowl, of cereal. Maybe it'll rain. So, Ichi for Papa felt very bad. Cholashdate. He felt very humbled. Vatimitra, and that's what caused the rain. Now we go to Rabbi Chanina Bendosa, who, like Rabbi Choniya was a Galilean charismatic. He was walking on the way, and it started raining. Should the whole world be relaxed they're at home, and now I should be in pain? it stopped raining. He was somebody who pulled heaven's strings. When he got home, should the whole world be suffering because there's no rain, and I'm enjoying? Atamitra. Again, now it started raining. So if Yosef made that comment. He said, in those days when there's a Beit HaMikdash, the Kohen Gadol's prayer on Yom Kippur when he came out of the Beit Kodesh Koroshim didn't do anything if Rabbi Chalim was around. It did not? We have the Mishnah Yom. When he would leave after his first visit, his first series of visits into the uh, into the Kodesh Koroshim, he would come out into the Mikdash itself and he would say a short prayer. My Matzli, so the Gemara asks, what did he pray? The tradition was that he said, "Yehi This word should be this. This year should be a rainy and sunny year. Well, it's good that the winter should be sunny? It's a bad thing. In other words, if it's slated, slated to be a sunny year, rather it should be a rainy year. And that the prayer of the wanderers should not be accepted by you, because wanderers never wanted to reign, because they are on the road. That should not be accepted. Of course, that doesn't help if a is on the road and pulls strings. he had a an addition that he said R' Yehuda added. Well, the Yehuda, the scepter of rulership should not leave the house of Judah. Am Yisrael should not have to should not be needy of each other or of any other nation, they should be self-sufficient. Good. So we said, Chanina sort of blew past that. We have another story about Chanina Dosa and a series of them. Amar vi Yehudam Arav, v'chol yom v'ayom bat kol yotseit v'yomaret, there's a heavenly voice that goes out and declares, kol alam kuloni zon bishvil chanina b'ni, the whole world is fed on the account of chanina my son, chanina b'ni dayo v'kav shabbat er Shabbat, but all he eats is a small amount of carobs every week. However, Gidad Vitula Mechame Tanura, Komala Shabta, Ashadhya Aktarta, his wife, who was embarrassed about their about their uh, poverty, used to heat up the oven every Friday and make smoke so that it would smoke up the area and people would think she was she had a lot uh, to make. Mishum Kisufa, she was embarrassed. Havada Ha Shivavta Bishta, she had a bad neighbor. Amra Mehdi Yadana Midi, I know that these people have nothing. Michael, will hey, what's all this smoke. So she came and knocked on the door. So the Mrs. Khanina went into the inner room. It a miracle happened. The Tanura the Tanu the oven looked like it was filled with bread. The Agana and the basket nearby was filled with uh, more Mormori dough. la Planita Planita. Aitimasa. So the bad neighbor yelled out to Mrs. Hanina, "Go get a Mrs. pony, pony. Get a um, a board to take out the bread. The kacharich your bread is burning." But she wanted to see the bread for real. Yeah, that's why I came into the house. I came in the house to get the bread. Tana afila havimir And we have a tradition that that's really why she went in. She was used to miracles. She lived in a miracle household. And therefore, suddenly, no bread, there is bread, so she wants to get a board to get the bread up. I'm too. to V2. Now, uh, Mrs. Khanina said to Chanina, Why should we suffer so much? So he said back, what should we do? So she said to her husband, pray that you should, we should get something. So he did pray. So, from heaven came out something like a hand, and there was a golden leg of a table. Khazoi Belma, and then he said, "I saw in a dream, do aptor de dava I saw in heaven sadikim sitting around a table, a golden table, de that had three legs. de and you're eating on a table with two legs de de." And uh, she said back, "What you want the whole world to um, to eat on a proper table, and me to eat on an empty table? I should have also." So Amra lay Navid. So she said, "What should we do?" He said, "You should pray that they should take the leg away and bring it back to the tzaddikim, and so we'll suffer." And they prayed, and they took the leg away. We have a tradition that that second nase of taking the, ta- the table leg away was even greater. We have a tradition that from heaven they give things, they don't take them back. So one uh, Friday afternoon, Rabchanina saw his daughter was very sad. Why are you sad? I confused a. A, 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 um, a container of uh, vinegar in, pl- in place of the oil. And now all I have left to light the candles with is vinegar. So he said, why do you care if you have oil or vinegar? After all, oil only lights because God says so, so God will tell the vinegar to light. And the understanding is that it lit all day the Lit for twenty-four hours, uh mini Hanukkah type miracle, until they were able to use it for the fire for Havdalah. Urla Habdallah. By the way, he also had goats. We'll find out where he got these goats. So people told him your goats are damaging things. if they're really damaging things, they dubi. So let bears eat them up. and if not each one of them will bring back by the end of the day a bear in his horns. And that's what happened. At the end of the day, every one of his goats showed up with a bear skewered in his horns. Now He had a neighbor who was building a house. The beams were not long enough. So she came to him. He built a house and the beams aren't long enough. He said to her, what's your name? Amrale Iku my name is Iku. Amar Iku Ninti Kushuay almost like Iku let your let your beams go longer. Tanehigiu Achiatsu Amalakan v'amalakan. One version is that the beams grew until they were long enough to have one Ama, about let's say about a foot and three quarters, sticking out on each side of the house. The other version is that they grew and the other beams grew and they joined together. Tanya plimo mer ani ri ti otah bai bai dva yu kov tavi otot amalekan amalekan plimo substantial the first report I saw the house and there was an amas sticking out on each side and really dze sheki rab bichanim adosa and people pointed and said that's the house but bichanim adosa roofed in with his tfila bichanim adosa meechal I will ease him time out when did bichanim adosa ever have goats ani hava he was very poor but amrucha chamim eng ma gadlim bei ma daka erchis wrong you're not allowed to raise goats. The assumption here is that he would only have goats if he'd raised them from kids. So on our Pinchas, we have a story that tells us where he got it from. ve'avar adam petach a man passed by his door and left some go- uh, chickens there. So nishtosh v'chadim dosa, his wife found them. Marla And v'chadimah said, you can't eat the eggs because they belong to somebody else. and they have lots of eggs and lots of chickens were hatched. And they had lots of trouble. They were dirty, they were noisy. He sold them. he bought already grown up goats with them. And one time the man who lost the chickens came by. He said, I left my chickens here. Shabru he asked halachically, Do you have a siman? Marlohen and he Natano showed him some sort of a simon and he took the goats in their place, which were purchased with the eggs and the chicks that were the result of those chickens. And then died to do Those are the same goats that ended up bringing the uh, bears in their horns. Now we hear a story about the Tanarabi Rabbi Elazar ben padat I mean Elazar ben Pedat, the Chikalei Milta Tuba. He was very poor. He uh he did something uh he did a uh bloodletting and he had nothing to eat. Shoko Bra the Tuma of So he took the um the peel of a uh, of a garlic, a piece of garlic, and he put it in his mouth. Um, or he took one little piece of garlic and put it in his mouth, He suddenly got very weak and he fainted. As the wanted to see how he was, they saw him while he was sleeping, crying and laughing. And there was a flame coming out of his nostrils, um, or I'm sorry, there was a, there was a um, uh, gleam coming from his from his uh, forehead. So when he woke up, they asked him, "Why did you cry and laugh?" In my vision, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was sitting with me. And I had said to him, how long am I supposed to suffer in this world? The Amarli, what did Hashem say to me? You want me to turn the world around? Maybe if I turn the world around start over, you'll be born at a time when there's more, more food. So I said to him, sure, you're going to turn the whole world around, and even then it's just a maybe? I'm relayed. They said the chayet tfei or the chayena. Then I asked Hashem, Am I going to live longer or have I lived longer? Meaning, if I, if we start over again, am I past midlife or before midlife? I'm relayed the chayet. You've lived longer. I'm relayed kamei. So I said, Imken lo ba'ina. I don't want to go back and start again. Marle be'hai agademart lo ba'ina yehiv nalach lo alma de'ati t'leisu na harvata de'mishcha farsim on and Hashem said, by the merit of you saying, I don't want to start over, I'm going to give you in the world to come thirteen rivers of pure persimmon oil, kifrat v'diglat as big as the Euphrates and the and the uh, Tigris, the anget li high but too low. I said, well, that's it. Amar li now If I give you all that, what can I give your friend? In other words. Uh, You know, if it's going to become, can you top this? What am I asking from somebody who doesn't have? You have everything. You can give as much as you want. So he hit me on my forehead. And so he said to me, Alazar, my son, here are some arrows I'm shooting at you. And that's why I have the gleam on my forehead. That was his vision. So now we hear stories again of Tanaim. Amoraim who fasted and didn't work. Amor uh, and So they said to Levi, the first generation Amoran Eretz Yisrael made a fast and it worked. Amor A'im, who? Ha'ana, habar Levi. I'm me and he's him. Denete Let us, uh, let's try to focus. Maybe the tsibur, the community, will sort of break their hearts. In other words, will uh, open up to Atimitra rachami to the David, nothing happened. And so he said to the community, "You want rain to come on our behalf?" So So he said to the heavens, "Cover up your face." In other words, open up so the rains. It didn't work. Look how chutzperek the rakia is. They won't even answer the community. They covered up and it rained. So here's a case of chutzpah, and We're gonna have more chutzpah now. Levi gazar Tanit HaValat HaMitra. It's famous story of Levi, who uh, was a student of Rabbi Yud and later, in his later life, uh, came to Bavel, and he came the famous limping uh, man to Bavel. So we'll see why he ended up limping. He made a fast. He You went up to heaven, you don't care about us. Basically, deism. So it rained, but he got a limp, because he had been a to God. A person should never speak so nervy to heaven. Because a great man spoke that way to heaven and he became lame. That's Levi. Did that cause it? We hear the record that Levi showed what Kida was, which is a sort of bowing. And he showed it to Rabbi. And as a result of that, he hurt himself and he became lame. The answer is Havaha Garmaleh. Both of them caused his lameness. He heard the clouds talking to each other and saying native and native let's go make it rain on Amon and Moab. Famously the Midrash says that a Baruch brought the Torah to B'nei Ishmael and B'nei Isab and B'nei Amon and Moab. And he said you brought it to the nations they didn't accept it you're giving rain to them and not to us? Shado hacha, send it over here, Shadua adukhtayu So then it ended up making it rain in eretz Israel. So the same rabbi came here with Jura Shah Mayhtiv it's Tsadiq is compared to a date tree and a cedar tree. Why is he compared to both a date and a and a cedar? Just like a date tree. Never changes its branches. Af tzadik chaz v'chalila in gizom achliif, so tzadik never changes branches, it never grows. Machach nemar eres, that's why it's a cedar. Elon nemar eres, velanemar tamar iti yomer ma eres ino seperot, just like a cedar is deciduous. Af tzadik chaz v'chalila ino seperot, so tzadik is doesn't give fruit. Machach nemar tamar v'nemar eres, that's why Sadik is compared to a tamar that gives fruit and to an eres that it changes its branches. Now, that's the problem. The error is gizom achlief, since when does a cedar tree change its branches? Tanya, ilan quotes If somebody buys a tree from another fellow uh, in order to uh, cut it down, and he didn't buy the entire tree, how much does he get? Uh, then, magbiyan minakar he has to cut from one inch off the ground. the but ha if it's a, it's a sumac a tree, there's two tzfachim. Bif tulata shikma, certain other kind of tree. Shloshat tzfachim. Kanir uvekfanim min apkakul malah. Now the part we covered was with bikkalim uvarazim chofer lamato mashri m'sharish. You can cut underneath and uproot it. Yishengiz al machleif because it doesn't have another branch. It is what it is. It's not going to regrow. So when you bought that tree, you bought the entire piece. So how can you say that a cedar changes? If you recall back in Masechet B'Tzah, we said there are several kinds of uh, of cedars. All is laid out in Pasuk number 3 on the page. All those 10 kinds, if you recall, we said that it was, sorry, Masechet B'Rosh Hashanah, that uh, there were 7 mentioned there, and we added Amonim and Al-Mogim, etc. So he made 13 fasts, it didn't rain. So the Sibor started to leave the shul. So he threatened them, he said, "Are you have you got your graves ready? It's not raining, you're walking out, isn't going to make it rain? They all started weeping. Again, the point that seems to be coming out of many of these stories is that it's not the fasting, but it's the emotional trauma and turnabout and opening up one's heart to HaKadosh Baruch Hu into Tshuva, that really generates the rain. He He said all 24 Baruchot of the fast, it didn't work. So his student, Rabbi Akiva, went down and He said, Our father, our king, do it for your sake, have compassion on us, on your, for your sake, etc. You are our king. Shamin." Um, it's based on this Gemara that many of the opinion that Rabbi Kiva is the author of the longer Avino uh, Makena that we say on on fast days and, and as part of Slichot. Um, so the rabbis were talking about this the fact that Belozzo, the teacher, wasn't successful and the student with Rabbi Kiva was. So a heavenly voice came out and declared, It's not that Rabbi Kiva is greater. Rabbi Akiva is easygoing. He doesn't stand on his own uh, on his own rights, and therefore we listen to him a little bit more readily. Tanu Rabbanan. I'm not you. Now we get to a bit of halacha in analyzing the very end of the parak. And matayu akshemim yoredim atzibor poskim mitani tam. In the Mishnah we saw two opinions that. Um, uh, about uh, at what time of day if it rains, do we stop the fast but now we 're looking at something else which is how much rain has to fall to make the to declare the fast over. The first opinion is deep enough so that where the hook part of the plow the bent part of the plow that looks like a knee goes into the ground if it goes that deep, then that is enough if it's a desolate area one te. The in a middle kind of area, but Avuda, in a place that's really been worked over and is fresh, Now, He has this principle that if one tefach of rain has soaked in, then three t'vachim will come from the underground aquifer to sort of meet it. We'll see more about this in a moment. We have another tradition that says, for each tefach there's two t'vachim. So lokasha, Kanba b'avuda, kam b'shina avuda. If the ground is worked hard, then one tefach does it, it's not that hard to get one tefach in, so two tefachim will greet it. If it's not worked hard, three tefachim come and greet it. Amar B'lazer, they pour the wine and the water on the Mizbeach, on Sukkot, so one chasm calls to another, uh, let's uh, Let's bring our waters up. I hear two friends talking to each other. That's the wine and the water that are being poured down. and the pasuk number five, tohom. Sorry, pasuk number four, tohom el Tahom Kore, The One chasm talks to another by the as a response to the voice of your pipes. I saw that angel who's in charge of this uh, the waters. the It looks like a fattened cow. Who sifate. And his lips are split. The He stands between the upper waters and the lower waters. The tohoma marle chashor me'mecha. To the upper waters, he says, "Let it rip, let it go, sprinkle the waters." Tohoma marle abam me'mecha. To the lower waters, he says, "Bring up your waters." Shneman itzanim ne'ruva aretz. And the rest of that pasuk and shirashim pasuk number five, the buds have grown. It's etzal This is the time of planting or the time of reaping or pruning. Because, uh, it's grown. Why, the kol ha-tor nishma biyat The voice of the turtle dove. But the drush is tor in Aramaic means ox. And that's what this angel looks like. An ox. Good. The Mishnah said, says that if it starts raining after sunrise, you have to keep fasting. And Rabbi Yelezer said midday is the, is the point. We'll see a third opinion. Haimitanim <laughs> mayor, so mayor. says it's like, uh, like the Tanakhama said in Mishnah, uh, sunrise. says rather it's midday. Meaning, like Rabbi in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yossi says it is mid-afternoon. Uh, because, um, Shekei Matsinu where is his source for that? Uh, We have an understanding that Achav fasted from the ninth hour till the end of the day, just the end of the afternoon. Uh, Shemari Achav, the famous Pasuk in the vineyard of Navot, who was brutally, uh, set up and killed by Izevel that uh, Achav tried to take the, uh, field. Achav subjugated himself to God. Right. And there's evidently some understanding that that happened uh, at the end of the day. Um, and because um, the entire event that happened, there was a court judgment that went in. And by the time we caught up with him, the understanding is that it was at the end of the day similarly to in the to three chapters earlier in Parak Yudchet, where Eliyahu stood up at the time of Mincha in the afternoon and had Hashem respond to him. We don't have clear evidence that it was that time of day, but that was the tradition. So what happened? where Yudha Asiya declared a fast, and it started raining in the mid-morning. He thought they should finish the fast. The proper tradition is midday. Now, Shmuel katan Gazar, Tanita, Kshamim, So, Shmuel al made a fast. It rained, be, it started raining before sunrise. So, everybody agrees, you don't fast. So, everybody thought, you see, we're a good Sibur. We did nice. We, we prayed well and we were answered. Shmuel wanted to keep them from getting arrogant. He said, you know what it's like? It's somebody who asks a gift from his master. And he said, give it to him. I don't want to listen to him anymore. In other words, Hashem made it rain before he would have to listen to our prayers. Another case where he made a fast. It started raining after sunset. So this certainly must be our praise. Because after all, Hashem listened to all of our Tfilot, And immediately at the end of the day, when he finished the fast, it started raining. That's not the praise of the community. Sholach Hamashal. I'll give you an example. The Mar Darodomel, the Eben Shmackesh, Pras Mirabo, from Tino Lo Adshit, Makmek Vitztaer. A servant wants something from his master, and the master says, "Let him suffer," and when he's really suffering, I'll give it to him. So the when do you ever find a case where the community has clearly done well and should feel like they successfully prayed? So the answer is, Amar Mashiv Rua Chalashav Zika, Amar Moridageshim Atamitra. If they get up and they say, Ruach, and immediately the wind starts blowing, Marila Gashrach immediately starts raining, as per the cases that we saw earlier on in the parak. The end of the Mishnah says that there was a story that they made a fast in Lod. It started raining in mid morning. And if you recall, Rabbi Tarfon told them to go home and eat, etc. And they came back at the end of the day, and they celebrated, and they said, Hallel Haggadot. Why did they wait to say, when why didn't they say Hallel first, then go home? You can only say halal when you're full and when you feel satisfied. Papa came to the Beykunas in Abbey Guvar. It started raining in the morning. He said, First they said halal, then they ate and drank. So why is that? In that town, there were a lot of people who would drink and get drunk. He was afraid that if they would first celebrate, people would get drunk and then there wouldn't be a Hallel. So in that case, they said Hallel first and then celebrated. But the proper way to do it is to first celebrate and become filled and enjoy God's bounty and then to give Him proper thanks for that. Hajran l'Ach Sedr Taniyot On Sunday, we will begin the fourth and final pair of Masachat Tanit. Everybody should have a wonderful Shabbos.